so yeah it's been a while since i've been here and i know um i haven't shared since friday so i'm thinking i'll probably just do them in this one podcast and then i'll record for today um yeah my apologies for the delay and the inconsistency and i hope to do better welcome to diaries of a girl in love with jesus podcast welcome to hashtag wake up with diaries of a girl in love with jesus my name is felista christ and christ is my relative i am a girl in love with jesus and jesus is all that matters to me i'm addicted to jesus all right and i'm a daughter to pastor francis that said let's pray even before we delve into today's discussion thank you lord thank you that by your spirit i'm able to record this podcast indeed it is not by might or power but by you spirit of god Thank you for wisdom, for knowledge, for understanding. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for grace to keep on keeping on. Thank you that you are my strength in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. So yeah, we'll start with the podcast for Friday, the Friday devotional. All right. So Friday was on 19th. Okay. And here we go. Our topic for 19th was recognize the truth. And we're reading from Romans 10, 9 to 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 9 to 10. The recognition and declaration of truth activates its power. Believe truth and declare it. That's the way to walk consistently in God's blessings. Take, for instance, 1 John 5.13, NIV. It says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Many have lived and died never knowing that they had eternal life. They believed in Jesus all right, but no one ever emphasized to them that eternal life was their present our possession. They never recognized that truth. As a result, it wasn't activated in their lives. That's why I am emphasizing it to you today. You've got to know it. You have to know that you have eternal life and you have to declare it. All right. There's something that the man of God says here. The recognition and declaration of truth activates its power. So it's not just enough for you to know. You have to know it and declare it. Again, Romans 8, 10, NIV says, But if Christ is in you, even Though your body is subject to death because of sin, the spirit gives life because of righteousness. Believe and affirm this about yourself always. The spirit of God that you received that you've received gives life to your body. Therefore, your body is invigorated, quickened by that same spirit, meaning the spirit of God is the one that gives us life. When you activate these truths by your affirmation, it makes no difference the kind of sickness that tries to attack your body or the adversities you face. You'll be impregnable. Glory to God. Jesus taught in Mark eleven twenty three that you'd have to see it to have it. Philemon 1, 6 highlights your acknowledgement of God's truth, who you are and your heritage in Christ as the basis for an effectual life of ever-increasing glory and triumph. It says that the communication of the faith may become effectual, but the acknowledging of every good thing in which is in you in Christ Jesus. 
So the takeout for today's, uh, for Friday's devotional is that you have to know it. You have to acknowledge the truth. But even beyond recognizing, you have to affirm it. You have to speak it because therein lies the power of that truth that you uh, that you, you now know. All right. So for the further study, uh, 2 Corinthians 4.13, Mark 11 and Mark 11.23. Right. So we proceed to Saturday's devotion. The topic is life manifested. First John 1, 1, 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested unto us. First John 1, 1, 2. There is an understanding and appreciation of the word, a perspective of truth that the apostles had, it was quite profound. Consider what we just read in the verse above. John uses the definite article for life and says, for the life was manifested. He's saying the life was shown to us. This is an expression that's beyond human reasoning. How could life be given the definite article and then be said to have been manifested for us to see? Is life a person? Now you can understand it when Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the life that became defined in totality in a human person and was manifested to us. First John 1, 2 says, for the life was manifested and we have seen it. How can somebody see life? What does life look like? Now you know Jesus is life. But you see, it's a discovery you'd have to make for yourself. It has to become a revelation of truth in your spirit, not head knowledge. Right? It's not just enough to have it as a head knowledge because that won't help you. All right? Is, is life a person? Now you can understand it when Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the life that became defined in totality in a human person and was manifested to us. First John 1, 2 says, for the life was manifested and we have seen it. How can somebody say life? What does life look like? Now you know Jesus is, is life. But you see, it's a discovery you'd have to make uh, for yourself. Yeah, I notice I'm just repeating what I said. It has to become a revelation of truth in your spirit, not head knowledge. Jesus is the embodiment of life. First John 5, 12, New King James Version says, He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. In the 13th verse, he climaxes this, his message and says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. For God's people everywhere, this is your reality. You have life, eternal life. Jesus is eternal life. And we know that the Son of God is coming, hath given us an, an, an understanding that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. First John five twenty. So Jesus is life. Alright. So when he did say that he is the way, the truth, and the life, that is exactly who he is, who he was, and he, who he'll always be. And that is the eternal life that has that has been manifested in us, and he dwells in us. So you you have to know that when we say that Jesus is life, it's not just an it is. It is an objective statement. All right. It's not just something that we are saying. 
as abstract, but it is our present reality that indeed he is life and he has been manifested in and through us and he dwells in us in his fullness. So for your further study, you read first John 5, 11 to 13 and John 6, 47. All right, proceeding to Sunday's devotional. The word is all that's necessary. Hebrews 4.12. And the word of God says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12. It's so important to understand that when you were born again, you were actually born of the word. The Bible says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. First Peter 1.23, you are the offspring of the word. You are called to live by the word, even as you are being built by the word. You dwell in the word. All right, we are the offspring of the word. So, of course, our life is sustained by the word. Therefore, as one who is born of the word, when you speak, your words cease to be mere words. That's the reason Roman Stand it says of the word. The word is near thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. You are to always give vent to the word, speak the word always. Here's what the spirit is saying to you, even now. In the realm of the spirit, the word is all that's necessary. Receive the word at thy mouth, says the Lord. Have it in your spirit of your spirit. Have it in your spirit, for your spirit is the home of the word. As you receive my word, you'll think my thoughts and walk in my realm of life. Therefore, when you speak, it will come to pass because it's the word, says the spirit of the Lord. So that is how active are the words that we speak. That's how much power they have because we are born of the word. All right. So yes, you are born into that realm, created, fashioned, and sharpened by the word. As you grow in the word, you become a manifestation of the word. That's the way Jesus was. He was the outbreathing of God, the word of God made flesh. He walked the streets of Israel as the word. And as he is, so are we in this world, manifestations of the word of God. That is First John 4, 17. We are called the word, the epistle of Christ. For as much as you are manifestly declared to be the epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not in tables of stone, but in fleshy, tables of the heart. Second Corinthians 33. Meditate on these truths today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So our topic for Sunday is the word is all that's necessary. You have to speak it. All right. You have to confess it because you are born of the word. For your further study, you'll read first Peter two, verse two to three, second Peter one, verse two, and second Peter 3, 18, and lastly, Acts 20, 32, I'll repeat, 1 Peter 2, 2 to 3, 2 Peter 1, 2, 2 Peter 3, 18, and Acts 20, 32, Shalom, God bless you, that was our catch up for the past uh, uh, three episodes, now we proceed into today's um, discussion, Shalom, thank you for your patience. All right, so repeat this after me. Oh, Lord God, I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I believe he died for me and God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life from this day. 
through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I am born again. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I am now a child of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Congratulations, you are now a child of God. And if you've said this prayer, prayer please reach out to me. You can email me at felistachrist.gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Darius of Agali in love with Jesus. Or at on Twitter at felistachrist. Facebook, felistachrist. Yeah, TikTok, uh, felistachrist. Um, shalom. God bless you. I'll see you again tomorrow for hashtag wake up with Darius of a girl in love with Jesus. Shalom. And congratulations.